looking for a podcast about sports and current events that's worth a damn? Well, you're in the right place. This is On The Clock Radio. Funny as hell, and they love to argue. Let's do the damn thing. You're listening to On The Clock Radio with Raul Lescano. Raul Lescano. Reggie Edwards. Reggie Edwards. And Tyrone Benson. And Tyrone Benson. What's going on the clock fans, man? Tyrone got us another one with another bang with that Jeezy. Hey everybody, it is March 9th, man. It is a beautiful Thursday in Tampa. I know it's beautiful in Brevard County. I got my boy from the Bay. I got Tyrone Benson with me, dog. Reggie's not with us again. He is somewhere in DR. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what bag he's chasing, but damn it, I love the man that he travels. I'm interested in all his Snapchats. But look, man, we got a lot to talk about because when we were last with you on Monday, we were wondering what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson. We find out. We also find out with Derek Carr. We got a whole bunch of other free agency things that we have to talk about. Who's going where? What's going to happen? Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, maybe? That's a bigger possibility now. Derek Henry getting shopped around. Football is up in the air, man. We don't know what's going to happen. So we got a lot to talk about, man. Don't go anywhere. You're on the clock, man. Let's get it, Tyrone. It's a beautiful Thursday. It's, a, it's Friday Eve, though. Tyrone, man. Tyrone, 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 my guy. Hey, man. Listen, man. We ever get picked up by a radio station, man? Your job is to program the music. I don't know why I listen to Reggie. We this is this is it, bro. You you are two for two right now, man. <laughs> I was banging the shit out of Plies the other day. Hey, you like, got that motion. Yeah, man. I pulled up. I was like, there was people on the corner banging in my little G- GMC, <laughs> banging away in my little terrain. Oh man, what's been good, man? How you doing, sir? Nah, man, everything's good, man. Not much, man. Just working, man. Working, 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 and trying to get everything situated for my son. And that's yeah. about it, man. Yeah, man. I've been, uh, I've been good these last couple of days, man. I can't lie to you, man. Not too shabby. Still working, hustling, man. But uh, this fatherhood shit is tough. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, man. It's getting, it's getting expensive. Yeah, I was like, God, damn it. We can't buy one pair of shoes, and everybody just shares these motherfuckers. Man, yeah. well, I mean, he got jobs. So he buy his own shit now, but yeah, it's all it's all the football and camps and traveling and gas and know, flights bro. and it's like God dang. I son, know like, Jordan. Jordan got invited to a couple camps. He's got to go down to Miami to go do one, um, and 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 then he got to do seven on seven with his seven on seven group, and he's got to go all those places. I got to pay for all that shit. Yeah, yeah. God, it's, it's not it's not fucking easy, man. Nah, but hey, it'd be worth it. Hopefully, he can retire his dad. That's all I ask. I just, I didn't know at one point, I don't know what happened that I became a sucker. I used to be pretty, I used to be, well, I mean, I used to be a pretty tough guy. I used to be a guy that, in my opinion, that if you, if you wanted smoke with you, you really had to pack a lunch. You know what I'm saying? Those are my younger days, right? So I try not to, to be like that now as an older man, but. That little girl of mine, man, I swear to God, she makes me soft as shit, bro. I, I don't know. I don't know. When God gave me her, it's just like, 
Bro, you see, trapped. And, yeah, you only got one girl. I got two. I know, man. God so bless you. So it's like, it's funny because, like, I always tell people, it's like, like, especially when they were younger, my son and my daughter were younger. I always tell people, I dress my daughter better than I dress my son. I can shop for my daughter all day long. Yeah. My sons, they be looking rough. Really? And I was like, all right. Well, speaking of looking rough, man, you know, like, you, you remember you remember we went to your brother's, um, went to your brother's anniversary uh, party, right? Yeah. And what's the, the lady that was there, uh, she had a little girl that kept bothering me. And yeah, just Debo in my time. Her name was Tasha, right? So she, yeah, yeah she, I, I put on there, you know, on Facebook about my daughter wanting me to go get a pedicure, right? And I'm like, I'm not getting no fucking pedicure. Why not? That shit's off the chain. Here we go. God damn it. I knew you was going to be the one. I knew you was going to be the one. I knew it. I well, can't look, do it. Man. I used to get pedicures all the time. I got these diabetic toes. <laughs> 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 Bro, I can't do it, man. I ain't letting nobody mess with my feet. I got good ass feet, man. I got some nice feet. I well, can be a foot yeah, model, exactly. dog. Exactly. That's why you need to get done, man. Nah, shit, man. That shit feel good, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, but she was giving me shit on Facebook, and and then she we uh because we exchanged numbers already a long time ago. She called me talking about why ain't you gonna get no feet done? Every man should get his feet done and shit. I was like, no, I got good ass toes, man. Well, I know I did it when I was in college, and that shit like they made us. That shit felt good, and then when I first came back from my Iraq, wearing my boots for fifteen months, yeah, my, my feet were kind of jacked up, and they had me laying out to go in there and get in them cuticles. Let me ask you something, man. You wear you wear thong sandals, like the little sand, the sandals with the <laughs> fuck no. I don't either, man. That's what I'm talking about. Like, what is it that you don't like about it? Just on like. Yeah, we gotta be that. careful what we say. Yeah, we gotta be saying. Yeah, we gotta be careful. Like that. <laughs> I just <laughs> don't like. I just don't like. That I don't that either, is. man. I don't like nothing between Even my toes. When I was a kid, I never wore thong sandals. That's you wear sandals with socks? Of course I do. Yeah, of course. Like I feel like that's my our generation has to. Yep. I feel no, like I, I can't my, trust oh. you if you wear sandals without socks. Yeah, and I got my got my Crocs and my house shoes. Mm. So Tyrone, you know. let, here's here's a little gym story, man. So you know I've been going to the gym a lot. You know I've been trying to get my fitness right, and I turned forty one last month, so I'm I'm you know I'm in this. Let me try to get fit and not have a heart attack by fifty type thing. And, bro, no bullshit. Yesterday I was in the gym, and um, I've been doing this thing on the treadmill, right? So on the treadmill, I walk for one hour, but I walk in an incline for an hour, the entire hour, right? Burns a lot of calories, does a lot of stuff. Well, this dude, mind you, we're in a gym where there has like 50 fucking treadmills, but he comes sits right next to me. So I thought immediately, okay, I must be on somebody's TikTok. This dude's got a freaking jacket that's like a, like a almost like a tracksuit. You know, the plastic ones? You know what I'm talking about? The real, real light ones, but they're plastic. Mm. Yeah, I guess. You know, like the, how can I describe it? Like a windbreaker almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so he has that one. It's an Adidas one. Then he has black joggers on that are Nike. And then this motherfucker has Gucci sandals on with his toes out, bro. He ain't even wearing socks. And he's on the fucking treadmill trying to walk quickly in Gucci sandals. um, This is no no bullshit. This is all my kids, man. He's walking on the treadmill with this shit. This fool... Puts his shit on an incline and goes at 4.6, 4.7 speed. Bro, you know how fast that is? Yeah. Yeah. This bitch is running in sandals. I said, like, how strong is this bitch's toes that he can grip these fucking sandals? He's <laughs> got Haitian feet. Oh, my God, bro. This dude, and he had a wave cap on, bro. Bro, this dude's sandals came off when he was running. That shit shot back like a damn out of a cannon somewhere. Hit the lady behind us, you know what I'm saying, in the treadmill. She was fucking hilarious, bro. That's why I asked you, like, what do you, you wear sandals and socks? I can't do this. I, I have to wear socks with sandals. 
Yeah. 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 I, like if, if my feet start getting sweaty, I walking through some sand or something. And right. I, I can't I go to the beach, man. I can't go to the beach because I'm like the sand in my toes. See? I, t- I said the same thing to people. They tell me I'm fucking crazy. Uh, I'm I can't crazy, do it. Don't, don't, don't let love going to the beach. You, you can go. I'm going to sit right here. I'll go to the beach, bro, but I'm walking in my sandals and socks. I'm not, I'm, and then I'll take the bitches off when I get there, you know, walk around, do my shit. And then I'm coming back and clean my feet off and I'm putting the socks back on. Yes. I, yes. I can't fucking walk around. I, I, know, I know we like, like, like we go to Aquatica and stuff like that. You know, I, yeah. I'd be wearing, I'd be wearing the little, uh, the little aqua shoes. Yeah. You I wear, can't walk around. You wear swimming so, trunks with underwear or no underwear? Uh, Underwear. I, I do too. What is what is Tom? What are we, were we fucked up as a kid? Man, my thing was like I don't know. My swimming trunks never fit, so like I jump in the water, I jump and it, out, it slides out, right? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Like, so like I'm just scared. Like if I jump, man. I wonder I, how I many other people shit, are like that. I'm gonna ask this question t- uh, tonight and tomorrow. Like I'm gonna ask these questions. Like, hey, man, who who wears swimming trunks with underwear? Please tell me. I, I, like, that's crazy. Because well, when we had a pool, you jump out, come pull yourself out of the pool, you draw, like the swimming trunks fall off. That was the go. biggest fear, you know, when we went to the pool parties, that somebody pulled my swimming trunks down and all my right. shit was I, out. Yeah, I'm ready, you know. Yeah, yeah you ain't gonna get me. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna pull my drawers down too, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a tight ass grip on these motherfucking drawers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, but nobody ain't got no doodle stain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid man, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent, man. But let's get back to let's get back to sports here, man. So the biggest news in in that came across the NFL, especially on on was it Monday night? No, Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Came back on Tuesday was that the Baltimore Ravens are placing a non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. Now, in doing so, they open up the for, they're opening him up for business after struggling to come to terms on extensions uh, with their star quarterback over the past two seasons off seasons. This is a big signal to everybody that, hey, go ahead and shop around. You know what I'm saying? Any of those teams can sign Jackson to an offer sheet, but the Ravens can go ahead and have five days to match whatever offer they have given him. Now, with that said, Tyrone, that they place this man on non-exclusive franchise tag. I've heard I've heard Get Up. I've heard uh, Stephen A. Smith. I've heard uh, um, uh, Perkins. I've heard all these people weigh in on what, what this means. What do you think and, and how do you feel about this, this tag? And, and I'll go after you, man. Well, basically, it's going like just like I've listened to all those people too, and basically, I'm going to agree on what they said. All this is opening the market to see what Lamar is worth. How yeah. much? How, how much? How much money these teams going to are willing to give Lamar? Basically, mm-hmm. and then all the five teams everybody was naming. What I seen today, nobody's interested. Right. And but- so it's like you know, I don't know. I mean, I would love that Lamar Jackson. I don't know why, but the problem is you put him around some weapons, let him let's see what he can do because he's already weapon himself. So, I mean, I don't know everybody's shying away from it. I mean, maybe he's asking for too much money. Maybe. But, I mean, what he's done in the NFL, I mean, I mean, it speaks for itself. Yeah, he ain't finished the last two seasons. This season, he could have came back, but he didn't because, you know, his contract year, he wanted to further injure, injure himself. Right. And be like, be like RG three, mm-hmm. but I just think you know it's basically trying to tell Lamar this is what you're worth on the open market right now, basically. Mm. So this is this is my thing with Lamar Jackson and finding out that they place him on a non exclusive, non exclusive. All right, runs about what thirty two million when they do the averages of all the quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep, yep. And then now with all those averages, whatever the case is, like I said, 
Any team could come, give him an offer. If he signs that offer sheet, Baltimore has five days to try to match this sheet. Now, with them not being – And if they don't, they get two first-round picks as right, well. Right, 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 right. If they if they get them, then, you, then Baltimore takes the first two rounds from that team. Now, here's the thing. I think it's insulting, and I think it's I think the relationship between Baltimore and Lamar is over. Like this, this is what I honestly think. Because this is think about this. Even though there's teams not interested in them, I think Baltimore is trying to show them in a roundabout way what he's worth without telling him what he's worth. They're going to let the league tell him right. What and he's that's worth. what I said. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying, and that's insulting. Now the other part is since they couldn't come up with an agreement in two off seasons, there's no way that they're going to come up with an agreement. Now, you know what I'm saying? Just, oh, they offered you this? Okay, we'll match that now. There's no way that I see them doing that now. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's, there's no way that they come back and say, yeah, we're going to match that Lamar. Yeah, because, I mean, for the Ravens, it was smart to tag them and say, just let them go in the fridges. That way they can get something out of it. Right, right. Either you're going to keep your quarterback or you're going to give me two, two first-round picks for them, and that's it. But, but, but at okay. the same time, you would think that some of these teams that need a quarterback – they're trying to shop around in the draft for a quarterback with jump on him. He's only like 25. Yeah, but they can't jump on him, bro, because of the first two round picks. Like they don't that they can't afford to lose the first round picks for the next two years. They got to build something around Lamar. So unless you are a team that is established, there's nothing you can do. Like, for instance, the Dolphins not being able to to do this. Now, now I do, I do I don't agree with that. Now a lot of teams are like, nope, don't need them, no need them, don't need them, don't need them. But the Miami Dolphins definitely need him. The only problem is we don't have money to pay him. That's the fucking biggest problem. We we paid the bag with Tyreek Hill and, and making sure we had some surrounding parts with the with the linemen. We don't have the fucking money to give Lamar Jackson a two hundred million or whatever guarantee that he well, wants. See, Lamar's not gonna get that, and that, that's what he needs to understand. Like, yeah, I understand it's a business, but mm-hmm. you're not gonna get two hundred thirty-seven million dollars guaranteed. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, but I mean, so, so but but that's franchise tag, bro. It's insulting because he's making less than Geno fucking Smith and Daniel Jones. Well, I mean, he 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 chose to be his own his own agent. Yeah, now, I, now, you're now, right. Now, 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 now there's a way that he could have made that much money. He could have did a, a um a lay uh, shit. I can't think of the word uh, incentive laced contract, and you could have made that. You could have made some of that money you wanted up just by. Reaching certain goals in the season in the in in but bro, the, in the but contract bro, years. But bro, this is this is a league. This is a league that that could not analyze him correctly when he first came in, right? Like when he first came to the league, they couldn't analyze him. They couldn't sit there and um, classify him as a quarterback. No, he's a running back, or he's this, he's that. This is the league that did this. Because when you compare Lamar Jackson to say, let's say Daniel Jones, right, at the Giants, it is a huge fucking difference. But this guy got the bag. Daniel Jones got paid at the Giants. And I'm thinking to myself, what did Dan... Bro, listen to this. Listen to these stats, okay? Lamar Jackson is 45 and 16. That is his record. He is 45 and 16, which is a pretty damn good record for being in Baltimore, okay? Especially when you consider their division and who they got to play twice a year, okay? They got to play the fucking Cleveland Browns twice a year, which people think, oh, that's not, e- that's not that's easy. No, it's fucking not. You yeah, they play, play tough. They play fucking tough. You got to play Cincinnati twice a year. And then you got to play fucking Pittsburgh twice a year. And I don't care if Pittsburgh's on a down year. Mike Thomason doesn't lose the shit like that. You know what I'm saying? No. no. Um, so to have a 45 and 16 record, Daniel Jones' record is 21 and 32. That's, that's, that's his record, bro. 21 and 32, bro. 
Okay, Lamar's 26, Daniel Jones is 25. Lamar has one MVP, Daniel Jones has none. Passing touchdowns, Lamar has 101 passing touchdowns, Daniel Jones has 60. Rushing touchdowns, Lamar, of course, has 24 touchdowns, and Daniel Jones has 12. But he yet, should have th- he should have 13, but he, he tripped or fell. Yeah, when, I, I, around, when he was like 80 yard <laughs> break, I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> it should be 13. We'll put an asterisk by it. But, but bro. What did the Giants see in Daniel Jones to give him an extension like they did and say, you know, we're not going to go after Lamar Jackson? Is, does it not feel like, I hate to say this, bro, but does it not feel like the owners have like a fucking pack or a deal amongst each other? Like, yo, we won't touch Lamar. Like, uh, when you compare I, I, those stats, what is, what is Daniel Jones doing that Lamar is not doing? Uh, I don't know. That, that, right? I, I, was, I was thinking about that when I seen he had a hundred eighty million dollar contract, and I'm like, "What the? That's fuck? A, that's a pretty what? big contract for a guy that has thirty two losses." Right. You know, I mean, he got one hundred eighty two million for four years. Right. And he, and he slapped me. I understand why he slapped the franchise tag on Saquon, and that was a good move by them. Mm-hmm. But I, just, I don't know. I just. I, I mean, I guess Dan Jones progressed every year. I guess, but if you look at if you, if you look at um, Lamar, his his passing yards has went up every year. His rushing yards been going down. I mean, he's been trying to become a pocket passer, just like just like Vic. That's why they call him Vic 2.0. Vic started off running, ran for a thousand yards first season, mm-hmm. and after that, he just he focused more on being a pocket pa- pocket passer, staying in the pocket longer, and running when he had to. Right. And so, I mean, Lamar didn't get hurt running; he got hurt getting blindsided. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know what the Ravens are thinking, but I mean, you're not going to be shit without Lamar Jackson. Just saying, right? And so, I mean, like that's the face of your franchise right now. I mean, you got you got if J.K. Dobbins, Dobbins can stay healthy, you got a running game. Counting Lamar, you got a running game. Put some weapons on the outside of them. Right. Let right. them let, let let's see what he can do. I mean, take a page from what Philly did with Jalen Hurts and put weapons around him. And now, now you can critique him. Now you can judge him. Now you can say he can't do he can't do that. Put some weapons around him. I mean, like you said, when he got to the league, you know, everybody was like, he should be a running back, he should be a receiver, kick a returner. But if you look out look, look watching this thing on YouTube about Lamar Jackson. His mom would like when college was recruiting him. His mom would not let him go to any college, so would not let him play quarterback. That's why mm-hmm. he went to Louisville. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you know, his mom knew his worth. Lamar knows his worth, but you got to be realistic. Going, you can't just be realistic. You you want you don't want to play for the Ravens, but if you do, take the contract. I mean, hell, yeah, but, I mean, but, 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 but I'm not going to get outpaid by Daniel Jones, though. But that's, but that, right, that's what, you know, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, um, and, and less than Derek Carr just signed with the, with the Saints, which we'll talk about here in a second. But, it, for instance, the Jets are shopping for a quarterback, right? You're, they're talking to Aaron Rodgers, for Christ's sake, okay? I, I think Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback, but goddamn, he only won one Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand he, he's... Uh, I understand he's Aaron Rodgers. I, I get the, the legacy and the history that he brings. But, God damn, if I'm the Jets, I want to be good for the next five, six years. Right? I just want right. one or two years from Aaron Rodgers, I, which I don't know if Aaron can play five or six. I think he has three years max like the, left in his in his system. Just not be, not his arm. Just, you know, the, the, the league becomes fucking tiresome. You know what I mean? Like, 
That's why I was amazed to see Tom Brady do what he did. But Lamar Jackson is the guy for five or six fucking years. Why do you not go get this guy and go at least talk to him? You know what I mean? Which I hope they're 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 doing, or because it is it is fucking Thursday, so I'm hoping by now somebody's talked to him. But they're they're all in, they're almost all all in on Aaron Rodgers. It's like, look, dude, stop the plane and fucking turn around and go talk to Lamar. Yeah, I mean, if I was Lamar, but I wouldn't want to go to freaking New York any damn way. But, but I mean, if you want to try to get a contract, the Jets have money to spend. It's New York, baby. They got they got money to spend. Rodgers ain't going to talk to him if they can't pick up his contract, which is $160 million. You know what I'm saying? I think it was $160 million guaranteed, something like that. I don't know. It's, I just don't, I don't know what the big turnoff on Lamar is, man. And it's almost like every team is doing this so he has to go back to Baltimore to play for Baltimore again. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think Lamar wants to stay. In, I think he wants to stay in Baltimore. So then He's why not get paid. the deal done? Then why not get the deal done? Well, I think <sighs> Lamar got leverage, what you said, but his record, you know, his, his productivity for the team. Yeah. He has he has leverage now. So he, that, that any team's going to have to pay them more than Daniel Jones, basically. Right, right. I mean, he, he's a he's a winner. Right, and you, you count them sixteen losses. What, what? Four of them are in the play. Three of them are in the playoffs. Four in the playoffs. Right, and that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, how do you, how do you just disregard this man and and not give him what he wants? Like, I don't understand what what does he need to do or prove to them to be like, yeah, this is, this is this is legit. Like, we're you know, okay, Lamar, we can give him his money now. Like, I don't know what else he has to do, bro. I mean, I mean shit. I'm, if if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm trying to go get him. But I mean, I. What they're not saying is what the number is Lamar is asking for. Like, is he asking for $237 million and $1 more than maybe? Man, what's the name? I mean, it could be. I mean, I don't know if it's that. I, I just know, like, you if you're going to sit here and, and play these games, because you're basically going to fucking, you're basically letting Lamar walk, is what you're basically doing, bro. Yep. You're basically <laughs> letting him go and say, fuck it, he's, he's out. You know what I mean? I don't, but, I wouldn't do that. I mean, if I was a GM, man, I'm telling you, I don't care. I mean, the, like the Colts or uh, who else got who up in the top of the draft? Uh, I wouldn't go to the Texans. Um, but yeah, but some of these teams, like the Colts, and they, they got an established running game. They got a fairly good line, good defense. Like, go get Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, it's instead of trying to get these rookies that may not pan out. Don't get Lamar. He's right there. Or still draft your rookie. Or <clears throat> like like the Colts are young. Right. So go get Lamar. And then now you got Jonathan Taylor and Lamar. Now that, that kind of opens your box up a little bit because teams can't flood the box on the run because Lamar can get outside. Right. Right. I mean, you mean that now your DBs are gonna be no covered, single covered for the most part because these teams will load the box on the third and short and stuff. Now you, the receivers are one. It's going to open the whole new playbook for a team like that right. with an established running game. So, I mean, I, if I was a GM, I would, I would, especially if I'm looking for a a rookie quarterback to lead my team, my, my young veteran team, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's like, look, it's like the Falcons. Like, they're young. They got talent. Right. Go get them. Just go get them. Right, 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 right. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, like, what are we waiting on? That, and that's what I'm saying. Why drag this shit out? What does Lamar show them that they're not, they don't want to go get this fucking guy? 
Um, I mean, and, and the other the other news is Derek Carr signs with the Saints, which I think that's probably a good a good pickup for the Saints. I, I don't I don't know what happens to James Winston now. I don't know where he goes or what he does, or maybe he goes back to the Bucks. I don't know what happens to him. Well, he's still got one more year left. Also, then he's so. and he's there being the backup for. Yep. For so, for, for Carr. Derek, for Derek Carr, man. And and again, that's the Saints the Saints that's a pretty good pickup. I think that's a pretty good pickup for the Saints. Oh yeah, that's something I've seen too. Back to Lamar real quick. Okay. Taysom Taysom Hill oh, yeah. makes more than freaking Lamar Jackson. Uh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely he does. He's like, what the hell Taysom Hill does? Hey, hey, just, that's, just Tebow. That's what I'm saying. What is <laughs> what do these guys what does Lamar have to do to get paid? And I, I'm gonna tell you this right now, people are gonna call me crazy for this. I think Lamar's better than Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott got $35 million a year. Oh, yeah. He's way better than Dak Prescott. Right. Way more than he could do. I don't understand what they what they're, what they're see in that. You know what I mean? Uh, but I'll leave that alone. Uh, we go. We move over to Derek Carr um, over New Orleans Saints. And, and that quarterback stable that they have there, I mean, you got Jameis Winston, you got Andy Dalton, you got Derek Carr, and you got Jake London. You, somebody's got to go in that, in that group and, and free them up. You know what I'm saying? Somebody in that little quarterback stable has to go. There's there's no way they keep all four, you know. No, it, it's gonna be Andy Dalton. You he, think he's, he's, it's gonna cause he gonna he cost him the most on on the uh, I on think, thing. Uh, that's what I was thinking too, man. Space. That's what I was thinking too. Andy Dalton's gotta go. Um Derek Carr, I think he has a good home there. I mean, you, when you're sitting there with Alvin Kamara, you know what I'm saying, as one of your guys, you, you potentially you can have well not potentially, but you do have Jarvis Landry if he can stay healthy and and knock out what he can knock out. I mean, you 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 got some weapons there. You got Michael Thomas, right? If he can stay healthy as well. If he can stay healthy. Yeah, yeah if he can stay healthy and maybe put it together. But again, some of these guys, you, you find out, maybe it's not an injury problem. They just don't want to play for a team and give everything they got for a team that's not going to fucking make it. You know what I mean? Um, they do these little injury things. Oh, I'm hurt. I can't play. But we'll see. Derek Carr, I think landing over there is really nice. I don't know about the Jets and Rodgers. I don't know how that fucking works. Um I, I just feel like if he goes, if Rodgers goes to the Jets, he just following Brett Favre's pattern. I, I agree, man. The one, the one free agent thing that I saw this this past week was on uh, Des Bryant's Instagram. Was it Instagram? Yeah, I think it was on Instagram Live or, or video of him having DeAndre Hopkins there in Dallas. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that? Yeah, I seen it. So I mean, I'm kind of excited about that. Like, okay, if you can get find your way up to Dallas now, Dallas to me will become a little bit of a contender. Uh, final. No. Oh, I, I think I think they need that, one extra weapon other than fucking Ceedee Lamb. That receiver. But I mean, it's just like they bring in good receivers and they don't use them and they trade them off. Like Amari Cooper was new there. Amari Cooper Mike. killed it. Yeah. I mean, they let him get traded in the freaking Cleveland. And like, you saw what happened when they traded him. They, Lamar only locks in the city. Lamb, very predictable. The run game is not it's not apparent there in Dallas. I don't care what nobody tells me. I think Pollard is better than Zeke, but then again, I don't think Pollard can, can run the ball 30 times a game or even 20 times a game. I think he can. I, I hope he can, but I don't think he can, bro. I, I I gotta see. There's a coaches make these decisions based off of you know, of what they see in practice. You know what I mean? Like, well, 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 they franchise him, so no. I, I think they believe him. I think they believe in him. I do that. I, I think they believe in him, but he can't fucking tote that rock twenty times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man. Deal away with Zeke. I think they. I think, and I do think the previous OC was a gunslinger. I think he wanted to sling the ball all the time. I think you bring another receiver on the other opposite side of a, of a CeeDee Lamb with a DeAndre Hopkins type of uh, uh, background, you know, resume, I, th- I think it becomes a fucking problem. 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Um, but as you know, bro, as you know, free agency is right around the corner, man. Right? The 2023 NFL free agency, uh, it officially starts March 15th for all you guys that are listening, which uh, coincides with the start of the new league year anyway. Uh, the teams, the free agents can begin to agree uh, on terms of new deals or before officially signing. So the negotiating window starts Monday at noon, by the way. It starts at just, noon. Yeah, I'm just letting y'all know that um, my dad's going to be serious just saying. Oh, I mean, uh, the reinstatement was uh, was your guy, wasn't it? Yeah, man. So, Calvin Ridley. So Calvin we're going to be real. We're going to be real. We got, we, we got a number one. Yeah. I mean, you guys did really – what What do you – Why? Do, well, I guess like I, I know why, but – you guys released Shaquille Griffin. I guess that was that saves you thirteen million in, in cap well, space. Well, I mean, he 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 only he only played what six games in the two years he was there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's and true. so I mean, he wasn't he wasn't reliable. And the corners we have now, shit, they they're straight. So mm-hmm. ain't no point in wasting money on him. I mean, I like him. Yeah, I do too. I, I like I like him a lot. But I mean, you got you got to be. What, what would they say? You got to be available. Yeah, your best ability is availability. Availability. Yep. Yeah, absolutely right, bro. So, I totally agree with you, man. But the, the free agency is, 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 you know, is going around that. The, the Vikings are extending Jeff, Justin Jefferson. What could co- and that's going to cost the Vikings, by the way. I mean, oh, did you hear? Did you see that? That's going out right now about Jamar Chase. No, what's going on? Uh, his baby mama. Uh, Threatened to release all videos and texts of him and his abuse to her and Jesus. Uh, like it, I mean, it's I I've repost I reposted it on Facebook, but yeah, man, like he, yeah, like she, she 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 like she she put clips of stuff and like sent like put some of the text messages out like just him just dogging her out, calling all types of names and threatening to beat her up again and it's like oh god. Mm-mm-mm. So I mean, it's like, dude, like, what are y'all doing? Like, you know, they, I don't know. One of my friends, um, her favorite, her son, her and her son's favorite team is the Bengals. I was like, y'all better check out in the Mean Machine, you know, because Joe Mixon got caught up with some shit, pulling gun on kids, and yeah. So it's like, golly, like, what, what are these young cats thinking? I know, man. I know, bro. It, it's, I know. It, it, to me, it doesn't make no fucking sense, man. It don't make no sense. It's just crazy. It does, man. And, the other thing, I, like, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. What are you gonna say? Just go. <laughs> I was gonna say if you got more on Jamar Chase, go ahead. Because oh no, no, I'm done with Jamal. No, no. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm still baffled by that. Why the fuck these guys do this shit? Um, the Bucks. I, I was gonna ask Reggie tonight too, which I know he must be fucking happy. The Bucks released the left tackle uh, Donovan Smith finally. <laughs> I see. Donovan, yeah, Donovan Smith is finally gone. So I know everybody in Tampa might be a little bit happier, but. You know, we'll see if they can replace. Uh, see what they can replace it with. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've been hearing rumors about the Bucks from uh, Price out and Gardner Minshew. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> turn this shit to a clown show. It is, man. What is going on over there, man? And and yes, you know, Gardner Minshew and, and Kyle Trask battling out for the starting position. Leonard Fournette must have saw something on the wall. Must have heard some shit in the locker rooms. That's why well, he requested to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, but who gonna sign in for that? No, no, I know, but shit, he must right. be like, fuck, I don't want to be part of this crazy losing culture we're about to do. I came here to win fucking Super Bowls. I don't, I don't want to be part of this bullshit. Yeah, but I mean, like, come on, I, I ain't even trying at this point. <laughs> it just looks like somebody's <laughs> taking the ship and just sinking this fucking thing. Literally in Gasparilla Bay, just fucking sinking it. Yeah, so. yeah they just firing the cans the wrong way. 
The cans are backfiring. Fucking, we ain't got, we ain't got no cannons, bitch. They ain't got no, got no balls to put in that mother. Back blast area is not clear, sir. Right, man. They just, they, they, it, there's something going on there. The other thing I was going to tell you, man, I was going to play this for you and, and let you hear it. Uh, I don't know if you saw the J.J. Reddick thing uh, that he called out uh, Kendrick Perkins for race baiting. Did you hear about this? I... Kind of. Not, kind not of. Uh, well, here, let yeah. me play this clip for you guys and, and play it for you, Tyrone. And you tell me what you think it, it, what do you think it might be. You know what I mean? You yeah. tell me. Okay, here it goes. want to just say something. Beck, give, Stephen give A, I, I mean, uh, Stephen A, I mean, I mean no offense to you, and I mean no offense to First Take, because I think this show is extremely valuable. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are, they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. I you just, yes, not, you did. I yes, did you did. Not, I did. Yes, you did. That I is did exactly not, what you implied, not, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly not, what you implied. I, I Secondly, not, hold on, did, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. And you're not about to sit up. We all know like what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied just now. Hold on. I stated it. It's the facts. One at a time. It's the facts. It's the facts. Okay. I want to just say. As you can see, fucking Perk is heated about J.J. Reddick and, and what he said there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you haven't watched it, so basically, in a nutshell, okay, in a nutshell, and I'm going to try my best to, to try to. To wing this through, J.J. Reddick is calling out Perkins for race baiting. And what he's basically saying is um, Perkins was was saying that Djokovic is not uh, MVP material of the league this year, right? And that that if he is the front runner, that he kind of implied that the white voters are voting for white people to be the MVP of the NBA. Does that make sense, Tyrone? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, so this is what he's... Basically saying, I, I, I don't, l- listen, man, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if, if, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's true or not. I, I don't, I, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's being race, racist. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think he's being racist. I mean, cause I think even last year, I don't think he should have won VP last year. I thought John Morant should have won that shit last year. Okay. And that's, that's no problem. It's like, you know what I mean? For me, it's MVP, yeah, you're the most valuable player for your team. But, yeah, but his team didn't make it to the playoffs. His, like, his team didn't do anything. So, basically, he's out there playing for his self-stats almost. To me, that's what it felt like. Well, here, here, so, here's the second part to this, okay? So, after Perkins calms down, this is what he hits him with. He hits him with some stats. So I'm glad you said that or you think John Morant should have been the guy. So look, just hear, this, hear what he has to say, and then we'll, we'll come back and debate this too, okay? So here, here's the second part to that. Because I know that he doesn't like advanced stats, but often advanced stats inform us. They provide insight. They often reinforce what we see. So they kind of complement the eye test. I know you're an eye test guy and you don't like advanced stats, but I might use a few here. Uh, I just want to react because I didn't hear this, uh, the idea that his teammates shoot good or bad shots. So Second Spectrum, wonderful company. They installed tracking cameras in every arena 10 years ago, and their technology has evolved. And one thing we've learned from that is we can actually track 
which players create good shots for their teammates. And Nikola Jokic is top five in shot quality created. So if you watch them play, Perk, and I know you do, sometimes you might not stay up late on, on the you know, mountain time zone, but if you watch them play, when he's deciding whether or not to shoot or score, he's often making a read because that's what good basketball players do. They make reads. So if he's getting a double, he's going to kick. If he sees the help coming too early, he's going to swing it to the corner. It's a good pass. What's the most efficient corner the three in basketball? It's a corner three. It's, it, look, Perk, I, I want to I touch on something that they didn't bring up, this idea that Dirk and Steve Nash were uh, favored to win the MVP because they're white. Um, First of all, you stop short at 1990. That was your cutoff point for players to win MVP not in the top 10 in points per game, which is a stupid stat to judge MVP on. This isn't middle school. 1990, Magic won it. In 89, Magic won it. 87, Magic won it. 87, he was 10th. Mm-hmm. 89, he was 15th. 90, he was 18th. Okay. Okay. We, we okay. judge MVP year to year. You also said the criteria or the goalpost change year to year for certain players. No, it doesn't. It, we vote it do. on the MVP. It Hold do. on. Hold on. It we do. vote on the MVP Hold based on, on that season. We vote on the MVP based on that season. It is a regular season award. Previous playoff runs have nothing to do with it. It's a regular season award. For the most valuable player, Dirk Nowitzki led the league in win shares in both 06 and 07. Led the league in offensive win shares in both 06 and 07. So, yeah, he wasn't top five or whatever he was, top ten in scoring his MVP season. The Dallas Mavericks were 67 and 15. They had the best record in the NBA. In 05, Steve Nash was the driver of the number one offense in the league, a team that jumped 20 wins and had the best record in the NBA. In 06... 06, to me, is one of the weirdest MVP seasons ever. You can make an argument Nash probably shouldn't have won it, but he was still the driver of the number one offense in the league. The two best teams that year, the Detroit Pistons, 64 wins. The San Antonio Spurs, 63 wins. Guess what? They didn't have a top – their top scores weren't in the top 20 in the NBA that year. So that was just a strange thing. You could have given it to Kobe. You could have given it to Shaq. You could have given it to Tim Duncan. They gave it to Steve Nash. it's not because he was white. It was just, it was. So as you can see, per, you know, J.J. Redick is, is very heated about this, this notion that Perkins is implying that the, the white voters are voting for the guys that are white. You know what I'm saying? Now, here's, here's the, here, I have it here, bro. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Here's the past winners of the MVP. You ready? And they're all black, but until, well, what's the name? Nerd of the last white person to win <laughs> <laughs> Dirk, Dirk won it in. Well, the last person won it was no, Djokovic. 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 Well, I know that. But I mean, yeah. yeah before that, yeah, Dirk Nowitzki won it in 2007. 08 was Kobe Bryant. 09 LeBron James. 2010 LeBron James. That was, I believe, his Cleveland years, early Cleveland years. Uh, Derrick Rose won it in 2011. LeBron won it again in 2012 in Miami. Won it thir- 2013 in Miami. Then Kevin Durant won it when he was in Oklahoma 2014. Steph Curry went back-to-back, 15 and 16 at Golden State. Russell Westbrook, what? I can't fucking say his name ever. Russell Westbrook in 2017 won it when he was with Oakland. Uh, I believe that's his triple-double year. I think that was a, the year that yeah. he, he kept, yeah, yeah. 
So then James Harden won in 2018. Giannis won in 19 and in 2020. And then Djokovic won in 21 and 22. So, so just dumb. Yeah, so, Perk, Perk I, sometimes goes off the wall. I, I like his commentary, though. Sometimes, you know, Perk, Perk tells it like it is. But J.J. Reddick does... He'll he'll call people out. He don't care. He don't he don't care about hurting people's feelings, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. That was just it was dumb of Perk to say that. I mean, yeah, I mean, J- Joker he's averaging triple double this year. So I mean, he is making his his, team, his players around him better. <clears throat> but I mean, for me, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a regular season thing. Yeah, but I mean, if you, I don't know, like. I mean, well, who has the best record right now the, in basketball? The, the Denver Nuggets. Oh, they do? Yeah, I like the best. Let me yeah. see. I'm going to look it up for you, man. The best record. Let's see here. Standings. And the NBA. So, Milwaukee is running the Eastern, running the East, right? They have 47 freaking wins. Oh, I guess it is Milwaukee. Well, they just played again. Okay, so they just played. Uh, Denver hasn't played yet. Denver has 46 wins. Milwaukee has 47. So, yeah, I mean, making you play MVP to me is you know, I mean, basketball MVP is different than football. Yeah, and so I mean, basketball is about making you making the players around you better, and that that's where I give. I mean, LeBron and then the MVP running, and I mean, but I mean, he makes everybody around him better. Yeah, I agree with and that. So, I mean, it's I don't know. It's just. Perk, that's just something dumb to say when the last, other than Djokovic, last 10 damn MVPs been black or mixed. Yeah. So, right. I mean, you can't, you can't say that. So, I mean. Yeah, and then that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, it's a, it is a regular season award. I don't like it when people put in playoff, previous playoff runs and things like that into the, into the stats or try to make an argument about how the last year, the previous year, they did so well and things like that. I don't, I don't like that that shit either. So I get what J.J. Reddick is, is also saying. And Perkins does say some off-the-wall shit sometimes. I'm not going to lie to you. But J.J. Reddick hit it right on the head when he said that the problem with First Take and the problem with the show is that they create native, uh, narratives that are just not fucking true, that they make this shit up for TV. And we all know media does that. And the media will create buzz and try to come up with subjects and things of that nature to create buzz. You know what I'm saying? That's what they do. First take has been like that. To me, when Skip Bayless left, the kind of they, they've been trying to create narratives since he's left. I'm going to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? No offense to Molly, no offense to Stephen A. Smith, but they're just creating shit every single day. Now, some of the stuff they do talk about, it's, it's on the point. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, and I sometimes agree with Stephen A. Smith on certain things. But first take does create narratives. They do create... Um, I think I've mentioned this before on podcasts. The, the thing that I didn't like was Stephen A. Smith towards Kyrie Irving. You know what I'm saying? He creates this. He, he helps, I guess, fuel the fires when it comes. He gaslights people and tries to amp them up when it comes to certain players uh, in the league. Now, he'll, he'll, he'll say that, no, I don't do that to people. But when you sit back and you're outside looking in, it's like, yeah, it looks like you're just going right at this dude like he did something personal. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? So I do agree with that. I, I don't think it's a race. I hope it's not a race thing because the NBA does such a great job of, of making sure that there's equality and, and uh, listening to the fans and listening to the players mostly when it comes to, to things like that. So I hope, you know, it is nothing like that. I don't think it is. I, I agree with J.J. Redick. I don't think it is. This is a regular season award. And if this guy is, is the most valuable player in the NBA because of his team and what he's accomplishing, then, yeah, you give the guy an award. I don't care what, what race he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel too when it comes to like professional sports MVP, but voting and stuff, 
that should be voted on by your peers. I, I, yeah, but you know, if you do that, then it becomes a likable thing. Because, like for instance, <laughs> like for instance, LeBron James is probably one of the most respected NBA players that that are in the game. Would you agree? Right. Yeah. I would. I would. Me personally, I would vote for LeBron James every fucking year, because until somebody shows me someone better than him, yeah, you're having a better, a good regular season. You know what I'm saying? But. He is the most valuable player in the LA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he's one of the most valuable players in the NBA. When you play LeBron, you're not thinking about who to stop other than LeBron. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, still, I think the period. But I mean, but I think you don't think they'll be like that. That'll be like I don't. Th- I feel like that'd be worse. Like that'd be no, nah, because it's not youth league or high school and stuff right, like right, that. Right, like, right. These, like these these cats know who's balling out there. And so I think they would get it right. I hope so. If, if, if Joe gets the one that, you know, he's out there balling, they see him, they're playing against him every night, they watch him every night, and they feel like he's the best the best player in the league, and that's who it is. Yeah, I just I don't so, like I don't like how they create these narratives because that, that doesn't help fucking people and that doesn't help, you know what I'm saying, um, the fans and things of that nature and you know, when you apply things like that, then you amp them up, and it, it becomes worse, man. It just becomes ten times fucking worse. You know what I mean? And, and, and you can't. And, and for Pert to say that, I mean, for us as a fan, like we don't know how many white voters are, we don't know how many black voters there are. Right. I mean, we don't know who has the vote. It could be out of a hundred people, it could be eighty black people and twenty white people. That 20, 20 white votes ain't gonna make a difference. Yeah, you're right about so. that. <laughs> you are right about that. That's a good point. I didn't think about that, man. That's that's that's, that's a very very good point, man. Um, well, Tyrone, look, that's all we have for the time for this week, man. I'm I'm, I'm I can't wait to do this again on on uh, Monday. We will record again, man, and then hopefully I can lock down this guest. It's hard getting people to want to do interviews on on a Sunday or a Wednesday, you know what I mean? But we're, we're, we're going to nail it down. We're going to try to get it done. Um, I'm, I can't wait to hear the stories that Reggie has about DR. Yeah, when he, put, he, when he texted him, Dad, I'm like, are you going to the doctor? Or follow the man? Are going to the gym? You're right, because in the text message it says going to DR. Like, oh, shit, you in the hospital? Right. I mean, I knew you were playing the trip. And I was like, all right. We yeah. ain't going to the hospital. We ain't on Reggie. I mean, when you don't take your homeboys with you, like it's gotta be, it's gotta be for a chick, bro. Nah, it's second year in a row he invited on birthday, man. You, did, so, you know what? You're right about that. He's selfish as fuck. So it's all good, though, man. <laughs> nah, I hope he's having a good time. Car- hope, karma's bitch. Yeah, you're right about that. I hope he's making a lot of <laughs> dr content. I hope he's doing a lot of content over there. So God bless him, man. Uh, if you guys like the show, you like what you heard, man, shoot us a shoot us an email, man, on the clock twenty at gmail.com. And shoot us an email about if you want to come on there, subjects that you want to talk about. There might be something that it might not have to be sports related. Go ahead and give it to us and, and we'll talk about it, man. Follow us on Instagram, on the clock radio. Follow us on Facebook, OTC, OTC Sports. Tyrone, you remember what that is? Yeah. Oh my guy. There we go. So OTC Sports on Facebook, man. Listen. Be safe. Take care of each other. Make sure you're checking up on old friends. If you're a military veteran, God bless you. Thank you for your service. If you're currently serving, thank you for everything you do for us, man. So love you guys, and we'll talk to you guys on Sunday, Monday. Monday. We'll talk Monday. Peace. Out. Out. You've been listening to On The Clock Radio. 
We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll be back soon. But make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at On The Clock Radio. Y'all be cool. See you next time.